In a little over 20 minutes, we'll give you the opportunity to win Chris Stapleton tickets. He is coming to Jiffy Lube Live this summer, Friday, June 7th. So keep listening for your chance to win. All right, before we get to the EP, I, I just want to give props to this kid. His name is Zach Turbyville. Okay. okay. Yep. Now, Zach Turbyville is a 19 year old kid. Uh, went to the same high school my daughters went to, Briar Woods. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman at James Madison. Okay. All right. 19. What's his deal? So, over the Thanksgiving break, he was working at a uh, place called Snickers Gap. Now, okay. it's a tree farm area. Snickers so pe- Gap. Yeah, people come and they buy Christmas trees. Okay. Right? They right. cut them down for you and they put yeah. them on your, tra- your right. car and they hook it up. Right. All right, and so there was a, a family from southeastern Virginia, from like the Newport News area, mm-hmm. um, and a, a little kid. I think he's eight, nine years old. He's there with his twin sister and, and his grandmother. All right, his grandmother was looking for a Christmas tree. Okay. So this kid, his name's Ethan Crispin. Ethan Crispin goes wandering off, mm-hmm. and he's walking on these boulders. Okay, see these boulders? Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, so this boulder right here, it's, okay, I don't know, it's got to be a, over a thousand pounds. So it's it falls on he it's. He, he slips and it falls on this kid, Ethan Christmas. Oh. Okay. All right. Um, his sister starts screaming. Yeah. All right. I, we need help, help, mm-hmm. you know. So this kid, Zach Turbyville, goes over with about four other people. Mm-hmm. They lift this. The kid's not breathing. Right. All right. He's dying. Yeah. They lift this boulder off of this kid. It's amazing. And he was so persistent because the other four people that were there first couldn't lift it. Yeah. So this kid gets there and he goes, we're going to get this effing boulder off this right, kid. Right. They lift this boulder off this kid. They met a vacuum. They save his life. This that's, is what this is what he It's a great story. That's what he looked like when he was in the hospital. I mean, that mm-hmm. that is an amazing like I mean, you a boulder falls on a little kid, you just feel, feel like yeah, I mean, he's dead. Like there's no chance he's going to survive. I mean, how's it. he going to survive that? It's I mean, if there's nobody around, he's dead. Yeah. This kid's dead. Yeah. But this kid Zach Turbyville um, and four or five other people oh, lifted, hero. lifted the boulder hero. off of the kid and saved his life. Yeah, that's, I thought you were going to tell a story about him hitting like 10 threes or something. Yeah. Like, was, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, it's a story of hu- uh, human no. triumph. That kid. Right. Maybe the kid shot, you know, had a hole in one yeah. or something. No, he's probably a good athlete. He looks like a good athlete. I think he played football there, but he right. uh, he saved that kid's life. Yeah, that's amazing. And now they're like best friends. He's like yeah, his big brother. That's very cool. Yeah, Zach Turbyville. I'm surprised I, I they didn't like, hit the news. I feel like a, a even bigger loser now. I haven't saved, I haven't saved anybody's life. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you see, you see big, lift a thousand pound boulder you see off big somebody. That rock is. I mean, <laughs> that rock is huge. I don't even know how how they moved no, it an inch, but they, they moved it. They got that superhuman strength to try to save somebody's life. They and moved they did. it. They Good moved it them. enough to so he they could pull the kid out, and they medevaced him to a Nova Fairfax, <laughs> saved his life. Full blown heroes. Good for them. Yeah. That's a cool story. Just wanted to give him props. All, All right, right, now we're going to have like a Britney story, I'm sure, right. on the entertainment page. Well, that's a good story. That's, that's a, a great, great story. story. Yeah. EP brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Don't Sleep has all of your energy and performance needs covered. Get some right now at don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the promo code JUNKIES. And remember, Don't Sleep makes you great. Maybe he had a few Don't Sleep Energy Drinks and helped them lift Something. them over. Yeah, he chugged a Don't Sleep. <laughs> yeah, he had extra energy. Yeah, that did and it. Put that, him over the edge. Move good, the rock. Good for him. Hmm. Uh, well, we're going to lead off with a uh, sad story. It's kind of uh, Michael Strahan announced today a Good Morning America that his 19-year-old daughter has a brain tumor or oh, had one. Geez. And she uh, she had a procedure, I guess, to remove the mass October 27th. It's not the dreaded geoblastoma, but it's a meduloblastoma, a common malignant tumor that, 
tumor that arises in the cerebellum. She noticed it when she was a freshman at uh, the University of uh, Southern California, USC, mm-hmm. in like October. Um, she just having headaches? Or? I guess. Yeah, she started having headaches, nausea, couldn't walk straight. Mm. And then she started throwing up. When did, she, when did she? When did they diagnose it? Uh, I, I don't know, but they had the procedure October twenty seventh. So you know what's amazing about that? You know, get thoughts and, and Drabby, prayers for her. Drab, you watch terrible. You watch the Fox pregame stuff, right? When they're yeah, yeah, Bradshaw and Howie and all this, and just think about how happy he looks. He right? has yeah. to fake it, right? He's, right. He's <clears throat> how happy he looks. He's laughing. He's high fiving with Jimmy Johnson and yeah. Howie, and they're doing stupid skits and <laughs> breaking down games and. In the no, back of his mind, his daughter is battling. I, there's no way I could do that. No. Speaking That's of that. Probably a, good, speak, probably a good distraction yeah. for him. Maybe. I don't know how he kept his mind off of it. There is no worse content on television, I'm convinced of it, than the little like 15 to 20 second vignettes that they do. On usually Fox? with usually On Fox, usually with Kurt Menefee. Sometimes Gronk will do it. Oh, yeah. Where they're, they're, they're teasing something and they have the world's worst jokes. And yeah. it's, I see it. And I wish my brain would explode I as agree soon with as that. I see it. They're they're stupid. They're it's very awkward. So and bad. Stupid. But I will say that, and they hire these actors to those little skits where they make fun of players and yeah. teams and coaches. Those are sometimes those, are pretty funny. Those are fine. Yeah. But the ones where Kurt Menefee teases something or throws it back to the, I look at it I and I say, who is who is greenlighting this content? Yeah, this content's always bad. It's always terrible. I'd rather see another commercial than see one of those skits ever again in my life. You don't even know what I'm talking about because you're giving me the fog of war stare mm-hmm. over here. Thank you. So I know I'm not connecting with you. Uh, is 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 uh, Gronk doing the what are they calling the kick of destiny I don't during know. this during the yes, Super Bowl halftime show? Fan bit. It's the Fan Duel. Is that kick what he of... did last year? He did a bit last year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's doing it this year again. He missed it. It's for. Did he toe bone it? <laughs> He's got to kick yeah. a twenty-five yard field goal during okay. a live third quarter commercial. And what break. happens? Like if you have a FanDuel account, does everybody get hooked? Is that the is that the the angle? If he kicks it, consumers who placed a bet on the Super Bowl through FanDuel Sportsbook could win a share of ten million dollars. <laughs> okay, well that's that's a lot riding on his foot. It's a huge deal, that and, they're, is. and they're doing these commercials with him and uh, who? Oh, what's the actor's name who played um, the, the the black guy in Rocky? The original. What's that? Carl Weathers. Oh, Carl Weathers. Okay. He played Apollo Creed. Comer- have you seen that? Yeah, played Apollo Creed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Apollo Creed is in this commercial. Good for him. It's Vandal Bucks. Yeah, Gronk's in the middle of the desert, and Carl Reed pulls up on a mo- uh, motorcycle and picks him up and goes, what are you doing? We need to go kick. we got to go practice <laughs> kicking so you can make the kick of destiny. <laughs> How would you so do? Weird. How would you do under pressure? Oh, I would shank 25 it. 25-yarder? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Remember we did that at the, um, what was that? We did a soccer thing at DC United, and I kicked the, the right. penalty kick over the goal, <laughs> and literally twenty five thousand people booed me. <laughs> I think I did it too. I've never been booed by more people. <laughs> I think I did it too. Wasn't it the DC Armory? Didn't we do some at the DC oh, Armory? No, that was a arena football. Yeah, thing. we had to kick, try and kick a field goal. And those uprights that. are skinny. No, no, no. I'm talking about DC United. Oh, I didn't game. do that one. DC United game. I had to kick a penalty shot <laughs> on JP, and I sailed it over the goal. <laughs> right there you and go. Twenty-five thousand I mean, people booed. The uprights in an arena football game are like this wide. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing to kick to. Yeah. Just think about all those kids on college game day, whatever campus they're going to. They got to kick the field goal. Yeah. The well, how would you do on this, Jason? For like eighty grand, and they shank it. Some right. of them they kick it three yards and hit the person next to them. By the way, on a, <laughs> when they do the Dr Pepper bit, mm-hmm. I feel like they should not be allowed to do. 
They, they should have to throw the football like an NFL yes. quarterback throws a football Total instead scam. of like yeah. rugby throw or or this chess passes. Like, yeah, you gotta be you gotta throw that thing in there like with a spiral. Yeah, they don't do that. It's hard. How the would way you they do, do this? It. So we talked about Tiger did the uh, foreplay pod yesterday. Okay, all right, whatever. The the guys were out on the golf course. Tiger was doing something with TaylorMade. And they had all the pros out there, like Tommy Fleetwood, Colin Marikawa, whatever. And they carved aside 15 minutes for Tiger to do something with the foreplay guys because they have a deal with TaylorMade. Mm. And so they did a bit where Tiger met them. He was all he was dressed in his Sunday red and everything. Mm-hmm. He was still wearing a Nike stuff, by the way. Um, and then each guy, and they're like mediocre golfers, right? I think Frankie's pretty good. Riggs looks like he's maybe like a 10 or something. And then the other guy, Trent, I think he struggles to break 100. Right. He's, he's the cakes. Yeah, he's the cakes. <laughs> oh, I'd love to shoot like a plus 20. So each of those guys had to hit balls in front of Tiger. Oh. And then all the cameras. And so Trent, the hack, the cakes, he went up there and he just kept kind of like he was barely. T- Duck hooking the ball. Yeah. He, was like, he was hitting worm burners. Yeah. He, was do- he did worse after Tiger gave him advice. Yeah, Tiger gave him a tip, and he just couldn't. Yeah. But it's, that's kind of typical when people that's, teach you new things. It's kind of, yeah, it feels awkward. Yeah. And-, um, and then and then Frankie, who's a good golfer, I didn't understand that. He claimed he couldn't hit a five-wood. He smoked two five-woods. That was fine. And then Riggs claimed that he's having problems with the driver, and he had to hit driver in front of Tiger. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, it, could, how how would you do? Nothing more intimidating. Well, and then you. Tiger and uh, challenged him to a long drive contest because Tiger was doing a bit. You probably saw it went viral. I didn't see that. Where <laughs> where he said after he gave him a tip, uh-huh. he said, "All right, let's have a long drive contest." Riggs actually smoked. He one. smoked one. Oh, did he? And then Tiger said, "Okay." And Tiger got his ball out of his pocket, teed it up, and then got on his knees and, and then hit it past it. Off his knees. That's unbelievable. Yeah. How did he hit three hundred off his knees? I mean, I'm guessing, but you just look. Oh. It's a drill people do. Well, I told you. Did he hit it with his the, club or with his dong? Yeah, I think he <laughs> went, went far, it would have went farther if it was his dong. <laughs> he hit it with his I, I he probably used his driver. dong to told, measure the drive. I told you the story, but my first year when I went out to Pebble Beach with my buddy Carl and Tom Mooney, mm-hmm. and we were sitting on the – and I had contacted Jim Nance's people oh, yeah, before yeah. we went out there, and he rolled up – we were on the, first, the golf cart. We were first hole in Spyglass. Yeah. And he rolled up on, in a golf cart. looked like a freaking Lexus. Right. And Hello, friends. Yes. And yeah. he goes, I want to see you guys hit the first ball off, off the tee on, on number one, a spyglass. And he's doing play-by-play as I'm hitting. Right. In a soft voice, Most like he would nervous. be at the Masters. Yeah. Jason William Bishop. Yeah. And he's talking about, like, the leaders. He's making up leaders. What you know, did you do? I shanked it right. Yeah, I, got, <laughs> I got lucky to hit a tree and came back in the fairway. But, but I mean, did you hit it 100 yards? I mean, I hit it. Over 200, but it was just a terrible shot. (laughs) But Mooney gets up there, and Mooney's a 37 handicap. (laughs) 37. In his Crocs. And he gets up there, and he, he... he hit it three ten with a nice with a five yard draw. Wow, <laughs> he's a he's you know what? Turn the yeah. lights on, Mooney yeah. Clutch, and he Moody said clutch. Mooney be yeah, Clutch Mooney for years. Mooney be clutch. And <laughs> so Jim Nance. in the courtroom and on the uh, the team. I don't know that I, I might I might cave under that pressure too to have <laughs> yes, Jim, Jim Nance. Nance is sitting there with, yeah. with all my boys, yeah. including Tom Mooney, and he's doing play by play, and I shank it right, and then Mooney gets gets up there and look like a freaking uh, corn fairy player. Did Nancy Joan on you after your shot? Or was no, he just he did like his own play by play. He probably just slugged from his own. Off his wine right. bottle yeah. and just said, look, look at that hack. Yeah, so uh, that's how I would do Silly. it in front of Tiger probably. Mm. <laughs> I barely did any stories. We could do something later if you want. But. It's all good. We can do – here's what we'll do. 
We'll do three things when we come back. All right. We'll do a little bit more EP. Okay. We will give you the latest tweet from J.P. Finley about Bill Pel- Bill Belichick and Ooh, his good. possible involvement with the Commanders. All right. And we'll also give away Chris Stapleton tickets. All right, good. So we'll squeeze a lot into the last segment. We'll be right back.